Hi guys, this is Tuti Gogia. In case you are listening this voice for the very first time, you can go check out my social media handles. And this is season three of Tuti Speaks. And today I have a very special guest with me, whose name is Zorian. And I got to know the meaning of the name from him only, which means happiness. And that was like really cute. Like it means like a lot to me because happiness is something which is closest to my heart. So thanks, Zorian, for telling me the name and your meaning. I mean, detailed meaning of the name. And how I will come to how do I know you? So basically, how do I know you? Is one of my yogi friends have seen your reels, right? So I he just recommended me once that see this profile. This profile seems so interesting. So maybe I just started following a bit, and that's how I know you. And then I got to know about the book, The Yogi Witch, which was like a very mind-blowing thing for me. So I thought, Isabella, uh, I think I can get a chance to talk to you. So I thought, why not a podcast? Because otherwise, I would have said message karke, I would have said ke, uh, it's really nice and all that. So that's Zori and that's how I know you. Thank you for saying yes for the podcast. To the context of listeners, I'll like hand it over to you. You can give a bit of your intro and then we'll talk about your book, your journey. And yeah, let's let's take it from here. Well, thank you so much for having me on both, Stiti. It's really nice meeting you and getting to know you briefly over the past few days. You've got wonderful energy and I'm so happy to be a part of your podcast. So, okay, a little something about me. My name is Zorian Cross. I'm a multi-award-winning theater artist based in New Delhi, India. I've acted in over 35 productions. I've written 15 original scripts and directed over a dozen productions. I've had my plays performed in about over 15 cities all across the world including Dubai, Sydney, Brisbane, and a few more. And yes, I've managed to pick up awards in each of them. Unfortunately, a pandemic happened and my theatrical career came to an... Well, I wouldn't call it an end. Let's call it a pause. Mm. But yeah, because theater in India is still taking some time to pick up. But in the meanwhile, I shifted focus to writing. I used to write a weekly column when... Lifestyle Asia for the three years of the pandemic. Before that, I've written in other various other magazines and all, including I've been published in Architectural Digest. I've been published in NDTV, uh, Vagabond, Scoop, Diva, and to name a few. I've also appeared in various news channels to talk about. Um, LGBTQ rights as well as about feminism because at the end of the day, women's rights are queer rights and vice versa. Um, I'm also a tarot reader. I'm an astrologer. I'm a numerologist. I'm a psychic. I'm into all sorts of Eastern and Western schools of occult and mysticism. I study the Kabbalah. I have my own sort of like unique spiritual path, which if I get into the details, I'll probably end up taking up all your entire podcast time. Let's just say I'm a modern day Chanel because that's the easiest way to put it. So you're a green witch? No, green witch are, na- are the ones who are in nature. I'm more of a urban witch who lives in the city and enjoys modern day conveniences, especially indoor plumbing, because nowhere I'm going to go behind a bush and pee and poop. 
<laughs> yeah i mean then that only but yeah thanks for explaining yeah yeah and yeah recently i've published my first novel with harper collins publication called the yogi witch it's a story about a gay guy raised in new delhi by three witches wow. by deity yeah fun right yeah so by <laughs> by day they teach yoga and read tarot cards and by night they slay demons and it's all set in contemporary delhi so it's like a very fun tale even though it is fiction but i've written it in such a way to show teach the world about various occult secrets and various like magical phenomena which nobody really knows and talks about So this is my way of educating the world about that, but in a fun way with a good story. Hmm. I'm surely going to read it. I have read it as I told you that I have not read it so that I can read it later. <laughs> I wanted to the, make the podcast like a surprise for me and like for the people around too. So yeah, uh, thank you for telling. So I mean, very various like widespread journey, right? What I heard, mm-hmm. you you are like. जैकोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलोलो
Yeah, most kids were playing cricket. I was too busy reading and doing other things. So I got my first deck of tarot cards there. And right when it's literally like the same day when I came back from the shop after I bought the tarot cards, my Masi was home visiting me. And she asked me, oh, tarot cards, pull a card for me. So I pulled the card and I don't remember the card because I was very bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, forgive me, my Hindi is terrible. No, but completely fine. Bol sakte ho ab. You're still good at it. So yeah, um, my and my Masi basically asked me to read for her, and I don't remember the cards that I pulled, but I remember telling her that her daughter, my cousin, might have some sort of a car accident or some car issue. So please just be careful. Within half an hour, I kid you not, within half an hour, we got a call in our home landline because that time was a long time ago before there were mobile phones and all. I know I'm very old. <laughs> but, Same here. Uh, Same here. Yeah. Go ahead. but remember back in the day, there were those PCO boots and everything. Yeah. So literally, it was a call from a PCO boot, which is my cousin's. And she was saying, mom, my car is broken down in the middle of the road in the middle of cp and i'm causing a traffic jam please come and pick me up so literally that prediction came absolutely right to half an hour's time and um, it this is literally as i bought the cards home so i was like okay kuch to hai isme and i just kept practicing and reading with time and as my teenagers continued i explored different sides of spirituality and the occult and i kept practicing throughout hmm. that's a great so like how was how uh, was that journey evolved like from tarot cards how did you got to the other things the other details of occult and magic and like the witchy part of it basically oh It was a combination of many things. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. the biggest thing is books. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if you can see, but um, your readers won't see it, but you can see I have a big library right yeah. behind me yeah. full of books. And unfortunately, now I have to have a new bookcase commission because my books aren't fitting in my library <laughs> anymore. Okay. So, So a lot of reading, a lot of research. So yeah, I'm not a jack of trades. I'm going deep into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, also, along with that, along with all the reading, I, a lot of practice, a lot of experimentation. And I think the universe has been very kind to me because they've made some very interesting people from all over the world cross my path, teaching me things which even all those thousands of books in my bookshelf couldn't teach me wow. and so it just evolved and there was no set path like a lot of times i would like laugh at things people would tell me like i remember recently not even recently um yeah i remember like i used to laugh about you know there these angel card readers and they do all their angel work and i used to kind of like roll my eyes and say ye kya bakwas hai and i met a wonderful practitioner this wonderful powerful witch who worked with angels and she taught me all about it i was like oh damn it works mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. 
that's the thing it's like always the universe guides me where i need to go and i just follow blindly because i have that much trust in it in my journey i mm. hope that makes sense yeah it it does it does uh, so like uh, coming back to the yogi wit so how was the idea came into your mind how was the can you give a bit of bts of how the book evolved like how did the idea came up what what basically motivated you to write such a book so see i'll be very honest i never thought i'd write a novel because i used to mainly write scripts for plays and short films and everything but i when pandemic happened like you know theater shut down the whole world shut down we were especially in the first year of the pandemic we were all scared and we didn't know what's going to happen to the world and everything so this was in august when the first lockdown was being lifted and there was still night curfew but we could still step out i remember i was just feeling so creatively back blocked in me because there's like so much creative energy coming out but as a performer there's no space to put it out so i think one night at around 4 in the morning i just woke up i grabbed my ipad and i began typing out and the first chapter i just typed out wow and then i used to go to a cafe every night wearing a face shield and a face mask and i would sit till about from let's say 8:30 at night till about 4 in the morning just typing away and i finished the entire manuscript in 27 nights wow that means approximately 27 chapters for sure no i wrote 36 chapters it's chapters okay amazing hmm. Hmm. so it was i believe this was a channel work because it hmm. didn't come directly from me there was a higher I magical power. source out there that used me as a vessel to get this story out like amazing. because a to type a manuscript in less than a month's time that to like a full novel and like if you want the exact word count it was 19,5 words that I had written in 27 days not taking a break no breather nothing just every day this you could say wasn't like my bhakti or like my karma yoga i was doing every night to get the story out of me amazing actually mai is part pe aa rahi thi because i was coming to this and saying that channel did you feel ke wo channel channel tha but you automatically apne khud hi bol diya ke wo channel tha because even i feel the things like that cannot come in like i mean humanly humanity humanly possible nahi hai sorry i'm out of words humanly it's not that possible you just need a power to work along with you such kind of timeline that you mm-hmm. and the words you told like i mean the exact precise amount of words that you wrote it's not humanly possible for a person to do such thing without a higher power helping and channeling those well see um all the great artists i'm not saying i'm one of the great you artists are, of the indeed world you are. <laughs> indeed you are well thank you but at least <laughs> yeah hello thank you for that but like you know i read somewhere the all the great to their work they're always blessed by some divine deity like so you know and 
the thing is what people don't understand about art is that art is something which is blessed by like in astrology there are two great planets jupiter no three sorry jupiter saturn and venus mm, and true these and these three are, you ask any astrologer they'll tell you these three are very important in the night sky so and all artists are basically blessed by these three planets according to astrology to give the wisdom and the vision because to create like you know how michelangelo saw a piece of stone and then he created a big statue of david because he could see the potential yes. that's what the planet jupiter does it gives you that vision to see what you can do saturn is important because saturn is hard work and skill you can't become like a da vinci or a michelangelo or any kind of writer or actor or whatever without doing the hard work to get there and without that hard work no amount of artistry is possible and finally venus which is creativity and the blessing to make something beautiful out of nothing so when these three beautiful planets are blessing a individual that means they have an ability to see the world in a way a non artistic person can never see it the and the thing is i know this might be a little controversial to say but i honestly feel you're either born an artist or you're not okay this and i believe that because the thing is i've seen so many parents send their kids to those painting classes after school or there's so many people who try to write in school essay competitions or whatever or How many times have you come across someone imitating Shahrukh Khan saying "Main ek din actor ban jaunga" and they just don't make it, right? There are so many people who want to be creative or want to be whatever, but unless you're born with it, it's never going to happen. Yes, of course, there's luck on the side as well as hard work and everything, but to have a true artistic soul, you need to be born with it. Yes you can be creative and creativity can come in every shape and form but to be an artist that is something like a divine birthright not everyone has it unfortunately okay i mean yeah i mean to a certain extent i agree to a certain maybe i could disagree but yeah that's a personal opinion let's not not get mm-hmm. into that but yeah i completely respect what you said yeah there there are things you are blessed with and then you it come very naturally to you and that's mm. how you you just uh, can excel into it but yeah, yeah so- but the thing is even if you're blessed with something remember saturn is the planet which you yeah. have to mm-hmm. get the blessing from and what is that that's hard work you may be mm. blessed with a talent but if you don't put in the hard work you're not going to get the success that comes true, with it true. so that's true, the true. caveat mm, true 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 yeah astrology is in indeed the planet help and my favorite is main bahut sare podcast mein bolti hu my favorite is venus i just love <laughs> energies i feel somehow i'm connected with that planet but yeah thanks for bringing that back and giving me a reminder again so <laughs> so how like how was the journey uh, like obviously wo to ho gaya the book part is is still going i mean that that you did and that completed that got published so what are the upcoming things coming in like what are you planning to if you are if there's something on your mind and how was like uh, uh, 
I mean, now are you planning to go back to that theater thing, and how is that going to be happening? So, as far as books, I am researching the sequels for the Yogi Witch. I'm going through that, and I've got a few other book ideas in the pipeline. I've sent my editors at HarperCollins stuff. By the way, you want another reason why I feel my book was channeled and was kind of blessed by the universe? Ah, please go ahead. I would love to. I I got signed by my publishers within less than a month of writing the manuscript. without that, a lit agent that that without that that to like a company like harpers which is i know like i am a, like i'm into writing i'm a bit of a author so i know what it takes to get signed by harpers so without that, a lit agent also without an agent and obviously so yeah. that's indeed that is indeed a proof that it it's it was strong yeah. the power supported yeah Yeah so hence I'm just so grateful for the universe for all the trials and tribulations it put me through so that I would be able to share this work with the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as returning back to the theater mm-hmm. let's see if it's time I'll go right mm-hmm. now the universe wants me to focus on writing so I'm right. focusing on writing right. when the universe wants to take me there I'll go happily. you you know when you are guided to do that you'll do that accordingly oh yeah uh, so i was coming back to the book coming back to book jo mera question tha sorry wo miss ho gaya because i think i got uh, a bit of uh, <laughs> multi mai bahut jagah chali gayi thi thank you for uh, taking me back i was saying with the book have you ever thought that this can come in some sort of a, a play to nahi bolungi some ott some ott kind of like or series or something like that yes i do i don't expect bollywood to make it into a movie because my book is controversial <laughs> <laughs> and there's too much censorship that happens in india and in the cinema so i don't I, but you never know never say never things can change who knows mm. but like i always tell my friends that my aesthetic is very hbo so hopefully hbo picks it up okay uh, on netflix or prime whichever but yeah my dream ideally i wish hbo picks it up but let's see what happens i'm happy with netflix and prime as well you or hotstar even even, <laughs> even hotstar yeah i mean whatever it is i i i was like that just came into my mind jaise you said about the sequels na so the yeah. first thing that came why not ott so yeah but all the best maybe you never know maybe you never know so uh, i mean as such i i don't have something like specific to ask with respect to book but i would want to know about your journey more like anything any part of your life journey or your spiritual journey which you want to highlight or which you think were your highlight of growth of i mean to a path which is like opening ways for something which is much bigger i mean isn't the act of writing a book opening waves for something bigger already yeah 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 that is indeed that way me bolu wo to ek important part hai yeah. like like even before the book you were true out on your journey of like by mm-hmm. occult or being a witch or whatever it is so mm-hmm. like i want to basically say maybe i'm not i was not able to frame it well uh, i want to ask like 
was there some particular kind of experiences like one you told about the the car accident one which was major highlight which you told like oh i can do this right like there's something about me which i don't know right so some some kind of those highlights you want to mention like in your journey synchronicities i would say or maybe i mean whatever universe speaking to you in different language i am why i am asking this because people don't know people think these are coincidences what i feel is it's it's a story which is already written you just are fitting in see for here's the thing skeptics will always be skeptical no matter how much proof you give them mm-hmm. and believers will always be believers even if you don't give them any proof so There's no point trying to convince one side or the other mm-hmm. you just have to live your own truth. Mhm. As far as experiences I think there are far too many I don't know which would be interesting to your readers I mean I've seen different kinds of spirits I've spoken with beings from other dimensions I've had experiences of seeing myself in different lokas like Nagaloka even and a few others I've even I mean obviously I can't give you predictions I made for people because that's their personal life yeah, and their personal journey but I remember so many times counseling people about their dead relatives telling them how they've passed on to the spirit world and everything I mean there's so many things I've done it's just that you know it'll be hard for me to pick and choose exactly one thing but as I've You've probably guessed by now I've done crazy shit in my life. No, I got it now. So have you have you read the laws of spirit word? Have you I'm you must have been I mean seeing the yeah. kind of yeah seeing the kind of the library you have behind I can yeah that's one of my favorite uh, books about the spiritual I mean that book quite a lot helped me in my journey. So It's I, an interesting book laws of the spirit world but hmm. I mean Here's what I I can say about it like mm-hmm. if the thing is imagine okay you've seen that Ambani house antella which is like this huge ass building overlook mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. taller than anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so imagine that's the spirit world altogether that's the world of the occult and everything mm-hmm. and the size of antella Laws of the spirit world is literally somebody mm. looking at one window one. on the ground floor True. of mm. one room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not like that's not an accurate view what they've seen. But again, pura ek big skyscraper hai, but you're only seeing one window. One window, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So there are many aspects of the spirit world. There are many aspects of the occult and esoteric. and that's why it, it's not one book that can answer everything you need to keep doing research yeah. in ev- everything like honestly there's a reason why you know in india we say we have 33 crore gods and everything right true and yeah. beyond just that's only in sanatana dharma but within the world there's so many different spiritual paths and religions as well and who knows how many in parallel dimensions what other religions and faiths there are we don't know true true the key to it is that you have to keep exploring and you can't just live under one the more mm. you say that i am this this is what i follow 
there goes your spiritual journey. You'll never evolve spiritually, no matter what you say, because you've just mm-hmm. given up. Hmm. You have so. Uh, recommend me some more books if I can read those. Recommend me something which <laughs> I want. I mean, not I as a as if I'm not saying I'm not read. I've read many other. Immortal Talks is one of my favorite ones. Another. There are many which I keep on reading, but I just mentioned it as a starter. Any anything which you recommend? Obviously, your book is in my list that I'll read. Apart from that. <laughs> I know, but can I say something that might come across bitchy, but I want to say from a place of love? Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. You have such basic Behenji spiritual books. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's why I asked that I want, to, I want to explore more. I want to explore more. So tell me something more. I mean, uh, maybe because I got introduced to those so mm-hmm. there is much more to it and i'm still exploring i'm still on my journey so recommend me something which is you think is more deep but what do you want to learn like see there's like i said there's so many different things what do you want to focus on i want to focus on dimensions you what about dimensions <laughs> i mean what about dimension and as in how do you I mean, how do you define that? Could vary. I mean, I see word in three D, four D, five D, up to twelve D, right? That's what I feel. That kind of mm-hmm. that's what my my knowledge says and my experience. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. that's what my experience says. But there could okay. be more to it, and I'm open to learn. So that's why I'm saying anything which any books which give more ideas about multidimensional and yeah, this. Okay, so not right away. Maybe you can send me later on Instagram. No, I'm just no, no, no. It's not like I'm not. I don't have an idea. It's just that you know, mm-hmm. I'm just. I don't want to give you something that's so boring and advanced and theoretical that you'll get bored and you'll be like, "Yeah, kya bakwas." So I'm just trying to think of something that can be very easy for you to at least get the. Um. You know, honestly, if I have to say for you, like what I can understand from everything you read, I think it's very important, at least for you, to study the chakras. Yeah, the seventh. That that I, that I've done. What have you read about the chakras? Like which books? Oh, the book I cannot remember the name, but. I have like t- done various trainings, workshop, and I know about the root to crown, the whole whole things and the uh-huh. details. Okay. There was this black book cover. Mujhe yada. I can like book cover cover. I remember <laughs> there's a black cover and there's there's this something. I mean, I don't remember the name now, but yeah, okay. I've, I've I've done like I've done my research on chakras and. Okay, I'll recommend this book called Eastern Body, Western Mind. Okay, Eastern and Body, Western Mind. It's by a writer called Anodia Judith. And honestly, I think that's one of the most powerful books about the chakras, which which is so sad. All this wisdom came from our country, but we don't have good writers talking about all this in detail, which is even the case with yoga. We... All some of the best teachers of yoga are not in our country. They're all from all different parts of the world, mm-hmm. and we basically spoil yoga by 
well, I'm not going to make any political statements, but you can understand what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Anodia Judith's book, Eastern Body, Western Mind, can really enhance your knowledge of the chakras and make you see it from a very different way, which unfortunately not too many Indian books talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this... Georg Feirstein is this other author. He's basically written a lot of books about Tantra and yoga philosophy. So Mm -hmm. that could be something interesting for you to explore. One of his books is called The Psychology of Yoga, which is very interesting. Maybe you can get into that. Do you practice yoga or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, What style do you practice? Yeah, I do practice yoga and I do breath work also. I love what practice. style of yoga do you practice? Hat yoga, basically. Hat yoga. I would suggest if you really want to take it up a notch and you really want to explore other aspects of it, you need to get your body stronger. And traditional hat yoga won't help with that. I would suggest go with Ashtanga yoga, that would probably help you better. Mm-hmm. And it'll prepare your body for more powerful spiritual experiences unlike ever before. Okay, that's a download. I mean, that thanks for telling that. I think that's coming from you is a channel saying, and uh, I need to move forward. <laughs> and yeah, of course, read my book, The Yogi Witch, Bloodlines and Legacies, because... Yeah, I was <clears> again coming back yeah. to that. So, um, bloodline and legacies why why like why that is the part of the book so first of all i mean i can't give you all the spoilers but basically he's the boy who have, who's the protagonist of this book he's raised by his grandmother and aunts and they're witches and so he's inherited their magical legacy because he's born into that family And he's the first boy born into that family because magic is usually a domain of women, at least whatever I understand, it's feminine energy altogether. So him being born a boy into that family is a very interesting aspect, not just for him, but for his elders as well to see how is magic going to go through him. And with yoga and everything, I think, I think one of the reviewers of my book actually said that this is the first time she's heard anyone talk sense about yoga and like all the other craziest things out there. So with every chapter, I can guarantee the reader, not only will they have fun reading it because it's a fun story, but depending on their level of spiritual understanding, like whether they're complete skeptics or they're Adi Yogi advanced students or Mm -hmm. wherever they are in between, Mm-hmm. They will learn something new about the universe and the occult. It just, mm-hmm. they have, and this is what th- three people have told me on separate occasions. Like the book has just come out. So they've managed to read it three different times. Like they were very fast readers and they came up to me and they told me that every time they read the book, they learned something new about the universe. Wow. Just like after the podcast is up. So as we are reaching towards the end of the podcast, anything mm-hmm. you want to say to listeners like my listeners? Um I think the biggest message would be to never stop learning and never stop exploring. 
because the moment you feel that you've done it all, you've learned it all. Oh, by the way, it's an angel number twenty-two, twenty-two right now. Yeah, right way. I saw that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you it's much. an angel number. So I guess this podcast or recording is blessed in some way right now. For sure. Uh, For sure. Yeah. So like I was saying, um, never stop learning. Keep learning. Keep exploring. and the minute you feel you don't want to learn anything about something that's the first thing you should go into like i remember i met this person who did not want to study about other religions they were so happy with theirs i'm not naming the religions in question and they were very racist towards this other particular religion and they came to me like we feel stuck i was like open the holy book of that religion that you're racist towards they Cursed me like anything. They hated the fact that I gave them that apply. But three months later, they came to me and they were like, "It was like they were saying that an entire veil was lifted from their eyes, and they could wow. understand and appreciate the world better." So that's another thing that the minute you come across any racist information about another faith, any bigoted information. Cults are separate. Cults are evil, so you should be aware of cults. But when it comes to mainstream religions, if you feel there's some sort of negativity, study them. You don't have to follow or convert. Just study and see what you can learn from it to expand your own horizons. Um, another advice would be is that whenever you meet any spiritual guru giving misinformation and or not even giving complete information or worse spreading hatred and spreading ignorance walk away there nothing good is going to come from that where it it can be something as minor as a spiritual baba telling women to not wear jeans and wear indian clothes walk away that's another thing especially for all the women listening notice how biased what you're reading is for men and for women and read the text if it's showing any biases against women walk away because true magic is a feminine path and mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't respect the goddess or respect the feminine energy or is saying women can't do this women can't do that walk away that's a path of ignorance altogether there was a very famous um saint who was once asked have you seen the face of god and they said yes and she's beautiful wow amazing so the fem- so don't so if you hear anyone saying anything misogynistic or anything against women or the queer community for that matter walk away that's a path of ignorance and darkness got it nice yeah. nice amazing <laughs> I just love your insights, and on that note, I think we can end and say thank you. Thank you so much, Zorian, for first of all saying yes, doing this podcast, giving me your time, and I would love to read your books, and I'll try to read the recommendations one. So thank you so much, and for being a part of this podcast and being my guest. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, and on that note, Mister, stay happy, stay blessed, and most importantly, stay grateful. I will see you another one bye bye bye